0: Hello and welcome to Timeless Perspectives. Today's episode is going to be a very special one. For I have a very special guest with me. I have with me Miss Anshu Mishra, counsellor at City Montessori School. She is my life coach, a friend philosopher and mentor. Thank you so so much ma'am for accepting my invitation to do this podcast.
1: Thank you so much for sending this invite. I always look forward to... Uh, meeting you, interacting you, whether it is offline or online, because I also learn a lot
2: from you.
0: Pleasure is always on the other side, ma'am. Actually, (laughs) so those of you who don't know, ma'am, actually, whenever we speak, we are always having some intellectual conversations going on. And at the end of each conversation, we have amazing takeaways. So that actually gave me the idea to record a podcast with ma'am because I'm also starting a new series of guests. So, yeah, to start off with you, ma'am, is a blessing indeed. So, today we're going to talk about career trajectory, relevant skills, and personality development. But before we move ahead, before we dive into our conversation, let me give you an introduction to our viewers, ma'am. So, Anshu ma'am is a career and overseas college counsellor, educationist and consultant in human resource, personality development coach, and keynote speaker at the IC3 Regional Forums 2019, which I also got the golden opportunity to host. So, ma'am, how have you been? It's been long since we connected.
1: Yes, I'm doing Good. Hope you're also fine, yes.
0: studying well, <laughs> even if it is online. Yes, ma'am. Actually, everything is into the online mode of learning. So, yes. yeah. So, we have actually lost that human touch, I feel, somewhere. But still, I would consider technology as a blessing because everything came to a standstill. So, it's right. technology which is helping us in the way it is now. So, ma'am, before we move ahead, I would request you to tell our listeners about career counseling. Because when I put up the stories on Instagram and elsewhere that uh, you are coming onto the show for, for, for the episode, they, they were really curious to know what career counselor ac- actually does. So, because a lot of people still, uh, for them, it's a new concept. So, yeah, please guide us through
1: okay before i give my answer let me ask you one question shreyash yes ma'am. if i ask you uh, shreyash can you swim
0: no i don't know to swim
1: <laughs> okay my next question would be will you swim
0: yeah if i learn i would definitely love to swim
1: exactly i can is my capability what Am I capable of doing things? I will is my willingness, my choice, my desires, the decisions I take based on those choices and desires become our destiny. Do you know that our capabilities are always covered and shadowed under our willingness to do something? If there is a child who is not willing to move out of his shell and take a plunge, he will never be able to do anything in his life, even if he's capable of doing it. So, our capabilities have to be checked. That is exactly what a career counselor does. We ourselves are so much unaware of us. We don't know what interests us. We don't know what, what our skill set is. We don't know what our knowledge base is. So as a career counselor, we use certain techniques, psychometric tests analysis, subsequent discussions analysis, and then we'll discuss it with the students, telling him or her, what is your skill? When I say skill, skills means aptitude, your capability of handling a particular subject, right? So there are seven aptitudes in each and every individual, and there are levels to check and it is a mandatory thing that you have to have a good set of a skill dealing with a particular subject that will help you to be successful in a career. That is one part. The second is your interest. Maybe you score so well in physics, chemistry, maths, or biology, or uh, history, geography. That is your aptitude. But maybe you are not interested in that. Again, there is a mismatch. So you won't be able to enjoy your work the main agenda to understand the careers from my perspective should be am I capable of doing it Mm. do I enjoy that if I enjoy that if I am capable of it then I will be paid well so that is what a career counselor does helps you know better
0: That's so nice. It feels so enriching, actually. So basically, Career Counselor helps us move towards self-discovery, know our interests, what our capabilities are. And at times, uh, as you rightly said, that our career trajectory is not decided by uh, how much capable we are, but it's by the willingness, uh, because capabilities can be built up. But it's willingness and interest, which actually decides everything, our happiness and all. And I've actually seen a lot of uh, young adults nowadays, they are so much fantasized by certain glamorous topics and advertisements that they fail to understand that, you know, am I really interested and more than interested, am I really capable to do this kind of a job? So, yeah, yeah. so I hope now our listeners know what Career Counselor uh, does and how uh, counseling sessions can be so enriching for them to reflect on their own personality. So, ma'am, uh, at what point in your life you decided to be a counselor? Like, what inspired you to choose this field? Uh,
1: this is one question that always amuses me. The reason <laughs> is, if you ask someone, would you like to be an engineer? He'll say, yes, hmm. definitely. Maybe yes, or I don't know. Mm. Same goes with fashion designing, medicine, uh, law, mass communication, anything in this world. But if you ask someone, do you want to be a career counselor? (laughs) His or her first question would be, what exactly does a career counselor do? Mm. Nobody knows what is the job of a career counselor? Is this a dream job that I'm looking forward to? Mm. And same was the case with me. I never knew that this career exists and it was never Mm. in my list of dream careers. It all happened by chance. There was a time when I was looking for a job. Mm -hmm. Someone suggested me to meet Dr. Ramrita Das. She's a director of Institute for Career Studies. Mm -hmm. And I went there uh, to give my interview, not for the post of a career counselor, but for the research and development department where we used to research about careers, prepare the list colleges and everything. So I really enjoyed my one year as uh, the member of that research and development team.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, one day, I remember it was uh, the month of July, mm-hmm. uh, one career counselor uh, in a team of career counselors fell ill. And they had to go to all Saints school, uh, Nenital. Mm-hmm. Time was less. Dr. Das asked me, Will you go? I said, Ma'am, I don't know anything about career counseling. <laughs> How will I deal with it? How will I understand and interpret the tests? How will I interact with the students? Mm. So she said, uh, You need not do anything. You have to just assist the counselors in their work. Mm. Sounds interesting because uh, going to Nenital on a paid vacation, it, it sounds <laughs> like a paid vacation. So Absolutely. I said yes. Mm. Yeah, but believe me, that was uh, the changing uh, phase mm-hmm. where it was a turning point in my life. Wow! When I saw career counselors interacting with the students, helping them deal with their doubts, fears, uh, inhibitions, then I really thought this is one thing which I would definitely love to enjoy. Mm this is something which i want to tell you why i would have enjoyed this this is the preference like this is a career which you may not enjoy
2: mm-hmm. someone
1: could enjoy the other would find it very dry yes yeah. all about how your preferences work you can be an introvert you can be a judging person you uh, decide uh, basis your feelings so personality plays a major role in deciding what career suits you so I thought that this would Mm -hmm. be one career that I would definitely would love to make my uh, career path in that. Mm -hmm. So once I came back from Nenital, I discussed this with uh, Dr. Ramrita Das and I said that I'm keen on learning the technicalities and the details of career counseling. And Mm -hmm. she was uh, happy to teach me, train me, mentor me. And um, whatever I am today as a career counsellor is only because of Dr. Ramrita Wow! And after that, I went to many schools in India and abroad. We used Mm -hmm. to stay on campus, like Assam Valley School, Doon School, Wellham Girls and Boys, Woodstock School. It was an experience that I will always carry and it will always help me deal and interact with students and give them their best.
0: Wow, that's so, so much you uh, bring to the table for anyone who approaches you for counseling, actually. So someone has rightly said, you know, it's the experience which uh, uh, makes you mature, which, which you know, as we learn through the journey itself, the journey itself is a, uh, I feel, a learning experience. So this sounds great, you know, listening, I, I feel so excited that how you might have gone into the journey. And uh, so as a career counselor, you yourself have, discovered yourself and same you help others to do that's so yes. nice <laughs> so inspiring journey you have ma'am so where do you get all this energy from like i have seen you since last three years working tirelessly uh, for being a counselor is such a demanding job what what fuels you uh,
1: students like you
0: oh. <laughs> yeah. yes. that's such a big compliment <laughs> yes
1: it's an honest reply. You uh, get people, you get triggered, you get inspirations and motivation from uh, people. It's mm. uh, extrinsic motivation works a lot. Wow. So whatever I want to be, if I am getting people and students, like-minded people and students who are also eager and keen to mm. move ahead, progress and work upon their uh, uh, shortcomings, then definitely you become a successful person in any career.
2: So
1: my fuel for being, as you say, a good career counselor Mm -hmm. is the students and people like you whom I meet who have the desire, Mm. never-ending desire to be successful and keep progressing in life.
0: That sounds so, so, so nice to hear. So, ma'am, like, yeah. uh, as you said that you meet different people. Uh, so, as I already know, in order to meet people, it, it takes so much energy, right? So there must be certain times when you might feel a little low, when you don't feel like interacting and socializing because your job is uh, such an in-person job, interacting job. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, h- how do you fuel that side of yours uh, to, to be more social, to be more open, to give vibes that people feel comfortable in your aura.
1: Um, I take it as a compliment first. So thank you so much <laughs> for that.
0: Of course it is a compliment.
1: <laughs> yes. Second is, again, I said that it's, it's your choice. Uh, maybe I selected my career uh, very, very uh, minutely taking care of all the details and the things that are required to be a career counselor. Uh, As a career counselor or for that matter, any career, when you are going into your interest, your skills, your knowledge is very important. Similarly, your career values plays a major role. Someone Mm -hmm. loves adventure in his job. Someone loves interacting with people. Someone may love sitting on a chair and researching on a topic. Someone gets the uh, kick when... Uh, he is dealing with numbers so it's all about the values that you have as a person that gets converted into your career values and if you have a right match of career values with the career that you are going into then you will definitely never uh, feel that I am tired or I don't want to interact now I'm done for the day you will always feel happy And motivated to interact and talk to any person who approaches you.
0: Wow. That is is so inspiring that actually your values uh, decide how much you're ready to invest into your work. And uh, absolutely. So it's like, it's your calling that you like to socialize with people and you like to make their life better because I've actually seen after me, myself, when I approached you, I was so directionless, so gullible, so naive. And uh, yeah, so coming into that space, it's like, you know, you're entering into a very warm space where someone is giving you unconditional guidance, where someone is thinking for you and especially you who who is so much eager to see your students growing. So yes, I, I, I really feel blessed that you know to be a student so <laughs> so one thing that i'm really um Curious to ask you, ma'am, since we are talking about career trajectory, uh, relevant skills and personality, so moving more towards our theme, our agenda, I want to know what skills do you think are more important, most important for any job seekers these days? Because nowadays, as we have seen, um, as the pandemic has hit us so uh, in such a worse manner, so I feel employability of people has reduced greatly because nowadays we have an entirely new Skill set which is required. So, like, what is the most important skill set these days, according to you, which any job seeker must try to inculcate in themselves?
1: As far as technical skill set, subject skill set is concerned, students have it. I was recently reading an article uh, by uh, uh, Mr. Narayan Murthiji. He said that, I receive uh, almost 1,000 resumes every day. Students have, these candidates have perfect skill set as far as their technical or educational or academic skill set is required. But very few possess a personality that Ah. is needed to work and survive in the workplace. So seeing this pandemic also, I don't take. I don't uh, tell my students that you mm-hmm. should feel bad about this pandemic that you're staying at home. Mm-hmm. This is a kind of an adversity. We always yeah. talk about IQ with that. Uh, if your IQ is good, you can do uh, this career. You can go into that job. Mm-hmm. Then we started talking about uh, EQ, emotional yeah. quotient. Mm-hmm. This is one thing which people feel that we should be balanced uh, emotionally. Mm-hmm. We should not feel bad. Uh, when people say something, but that is actually not the right definition, emotional oh. quotient, balance, emotional quotient means, I have awareness of myself, I know how to regulate myself in a particular situation. So let me explain this to you. Mm-hmm. Self awareness is, I know what situations will trigger me, what situations makes me happy, irritates me, right? Mm-hmm. I know that mm-hmm. self regulation is when I Find myself in that similar situation where I know I will get irritated. How do I stop myself? It's like Mm -hmm. a regulator of a machine where you have that regulator in your hand and Mm -hmm. you know how to stop it, when to slow it down, when to Mm -hmm. fasten it. So that -hmm. is called self-regulation. Emotional quotient is just one part of self-regulation and self-awareness. The Mm -hmm. other part is how much you are able to know and deal with others, right? Mm-hmm. Self-awareness, you are mm-hmm. aware of yourself. Yeah. Then comes social awareness, how much you know, what are the situations, what are the things that can trigger someone, right? And oh. what is motivation? You know how to regulate people around you. So mm-hmm. if you have balance of self as well as outer world, then you will be able to survive and be successful in any career anything we uh, i not always talk about workplace i talk about life which is a combination of your personal yeah, and your professional fashion.
0: actually so
1: if you are an emotionally stable person mm-hmm. you will never feel stress stress is now most commonly used word yeah is why because i don't know how will i react even as i know how will i react i don't mm, know how to
0: regulate regulate it wow that is so 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 uh, nice to hear actually that's so enriching and very few of us actually ponder on this you know we are always curious to build our hard skills we are giving examinations we are uh, trying to achieve certification courses qualifications but we hardly reflect on ourselves like how ready am i to face the circumstances because the pandemic has taught us how unpredictable things can go and you never know what exactly you have to face. So as you said, we, we have to be self-aware and we also need to be a good self-regulator. So, because in the end, I, I really uh, like that line so much that it's about life. It's less about the career you are in. It's less about your uh, academic or professional achievements, but, but it's about sustainability. I, I, was, I would use the word sustainability. It's about how happy you eventually are. So... That's so nice. (laughs) I I really wish, you know, we were taught more about uh, how to regulate ourselves and how to make ourselves emotionally stronger, which actually is not taught these days, right? So madam it's been more than one and a half years that we are living in the new normal and the pandemic has actually taught us so much in different aspects of life. So what do you think young adults must learn from this experience before before it's too too late?
1: One thing that we all have to inculcate right now is definitely the soft skills. I always urge and ask my students in anything who comes up with one thing and ma'am, I know how to work, but I don't know how to adjust with people. Right now, time is something like that you are actually isolated. You Mm -hmm. are just living with your parents, your family, and you're not getting opportunities to move out and interact and adjust with people. Mm-hmm. So this is the time you have to work more upon your soft skills because as it is said, out of sight, out of mind, this long period of almost two years
2: mm-hmm.
1: sees the people more irritated, Yes, having problems with adjustments. They don't know how to cope up with the uh, reactions of others. What they generally feel, like what I say is right. And if you are my friend, you have to agree to it they have to understand that even if I disagree with you, that Mm. does not mean my relationship with you is getting affected.
2: Relationships
1: and uh, my personal or professional relationship is something separate Mm. from my opinion that I give you. So you should learn to give freedom to people to agree or disagree with what you say. You have to start accepting what other's point of view is this is what is known as assertive
2: mm. these
1: days passive personalities and aggressive personalities are more in number than yeah. assertive personality Right? submissive personality means whatever you say means whatever the other person is saying I always agree to it mm. even if someone asks me please share what your opinion is the submissive person will say I'm okay with whatever you say mm. he will always do what the other person is asking him or her to do. But that is not the right personality. You are not expressing yourself. Again, your EQ is disbalanced, right? Then comes aggressive personalities. You have to listen, you have to follow what I say. If you don't listen, if you don't follow what I say, then our relationship is at stake.
2: Mm. You are
1: very pushy, you are always aggressive you always feel that i'm right again that is a wrong personality mm. and we have more of such people yes these days. that is why we have road rages that is why we have so many like uh, you can see it on social media yeah. just a simple statement and for five days six days seven days they all are ranting such bad words and the end result is the twitter your yeah, the twitter handle shuts your account, or Mm. maybe there is a report of abuse that is sent. Why? Because we don't know how to deal with other people's opinion. So what you have to work, I am very sure that each and every student or candidate is working towards their technical skills, working towards their academic background. They are learning a lot. Mm. They're also taking extra classes. They are participating in internships, Olympiads to hone up their academic and extracurricular talents. But nobody is giving weightage. Nobody is paying attention to the soft skills, which will definitely be the major turning point when you start working in any company. Because soft skills is something. What is soft skills? Mm -hmm. Flexibility, adjustment, listening to people, coping up with these things. And you know, this is one of the major points where a company's HR finalizes whether to keep a candidate, promote him or her, or ask him or her to leave the company.
0: Oh, wow. Actually, like I have also observed this and that's that's the probably one of the most uh, uh, valid reasons why nowadays in the corporate society, in the corporate world, in the working space, toxicity has increased so much. Because as you said, people exactly. don't have the ability to face dissent to face disagreement, they always have this uh, presumed thought in their mind that they are the right one. And, uh, and, And probably that's the reason the more educated one person becomes the more rigid he or she is becoming unfortunately because yeah, this is so important. And this is also important for, as you said, for your sustainability and happiness as a whole, because exactly. uh, if, if, if no matter how talented a person I am, no matter how uh, qualified I am in, in terms of my field, in terms of my technical skills, in terms of the uh, job specific skills, but if I'm not good at my interpersonal relationships, but if I'm not good at, uh, relationships at my working uh, I, I i don't know to coexist as we say i won't be happy at any damn job <laughs> i would be jumping from one position to another thinking that world is so bad instead of reflecting that maybe something is wrong with my own attitude so as you said right kind of attitude is important and that comes with building our soft skills thank you so so much ma'am i also knew so little of it <laughs> So Mom, you might have also noticed uh, one thing that a lot of job seekers nowadays, and this is my favorite question, I was so eager to ask you this, that a lot of job seekers nowadays are so scared of interviews, like they really have a lot of talent, they really have a lot of skills, they have done multiple degrees, but when it comes to facing interviews, they are very reluctant towards it. Can you explain to us what exactly interviewers are looking for in their employees, so so this anxiety can be, can be lessened a bit? And also, I would be curious to know, since you have done so many interviews, why are people so reluctant of giving interviews? That's also something which I'm unable to figure out.
1: <laughs> Let me take you back to your school and childhood, in order to answer this question regarding interview. Do you know, Shreyash, the opportunities which we miss at school in participating in debates, participating in class activities is one thing that definitely sees us in bad light when you are sitting for an interview. Interview wow. is definitely not answering just the question which an interviewer has asked. That is how much you keep him or her engaged how much comfortable you are with going with the flow of the interview is what matters the most everyone can mug up the answers to the uh, questions because they're yeah. quite predictable but how comfortable you are with the flow how much you can keep the interviewer engaged um, uh, you know where to crack a joke uh, and how to keep the communication flowing is the soul of interview and ah. that is where the interviewers always fail to create a mark and impression in the mind of the inter- interviewers. Let me ask you: mm-hmm. um, when you have a, a get-together or when the guests are visiting your house mm-hmm. during Christmas, Diwali, Holi, mm-hmm. do you take opportunities to sit and mingle with the guest, or
2: mm-hmm. do
1: you follow your mother? inside the kitchen where she's going to prepare something Mm -hmm. or do you purposely stay Mm -hmm. back in your room? Just come out to Mm -hmm. greet the guest and go
2: back.
0: Yeah. Like I'm uh, more of a, yeah, I'm more of a social person. So I always enjoy uh, sitting and gossiping with them. I would say, and also at times go and help my mother in bringing sweets and snacks for them. Actually.
1: Okay. And, the number of the candidates who fall in this category are just mm-hmm. 5% out of 100%. Oh. You believe that.
0: Oh my God. Yes. I'm a special one.
1: <laughs> yes, that is why you have such good communication skills, social skills. You interact Thank so you well. Man. You leave uh, an impression in the mind of the people. And 60% belong to that category where the child comes out of his room, mm-hmm. greets and goes back.
2: Oh.
1: rest of the percent go with their mom inside the kitchen so Mm. that they can escape from this routine Mm. of sitting with the guest.
2: Mm. And
1: someone who's been pushed and forced to sit, they tell what should I talk to uh, these Mm. guests, mama? They are your friend. How should I initiate the talk? And this is this is, you know, this is a playground where you are honing your communication skills, keeping the conversation going is one of the biggest
0: thing that the person should know wow what a comparison actually i this is mind-boggling none of us i think would have ever thought in this direction that uh, you know a lot of times when i when i because i've also worked as a spoken english trainer in multiple organizations since uh, two and a half years i've been working as a communication coach in an online platform so a lot of people ask me that how do i initiate a conversation i don't have environment at my home i don't have an atmosphere at my workplace i don't have people speaking english with me so i'm like i i you know this is so engaging you know actually we can think of guests coming at our home or certain get-togethers or just classroom discussions as that opportunity as that platform to instead of you know a, a lot of times as you say we are too much scared of judgment we don't take an initiative we try to escape it this is so so true i can i could Actually uh, recall a lot of people who do this, but actually we yeah. can think of it as a platform to groom ourselves, to, to polish our uh, social skills. Because indeed it's important. A lot of times we do ignore it. Maybe it's, it's the nature. It's not bad to be an introvert. I, I never say, you know, everyone has their own uniqueness. But at the same time, uh, as we say, you should be ext- extrovert in certain situations and you should be introvert at other times if you like so but that also people are struggling with and uh, this is so nice we can actually consider because in india actually we we have such gigantic families and uh, guests and all are a regular routine in each one of ours life so we can actually consider that as a platform to groom ourselves and and i'm sure that none of our family members are going to judge us that badly as strangers would do so that's so nice yeah i'm so uh, fascinated and moved by this thought actually and can you throw light on the importance of soft skills and communication skills in increasing one's employability because nowadays when when we see a lot of people uh they say that you know as long as you're good at your hard skills as long as you're good at your technical skills and core skills required for the job you need not worry too much about communication skills and soft skills because it's, it's just front office work. Uh, uh, they, they, they say it like that, that only for front office jobs, uh, it's required. And otherwise, uh, hard skills are the ones which are more important than communication skills. So can you tell us the importance of communication skills and increasing one's chances of acing more opportunities?
1: Again, let me take you back to your childhood and school <laughs> days.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, then there was a competition which has to decide who will be the school uh, captain mm-hmm. captain sorry head uh, why do i always say captain head boy yeah, head huh?
0: boy yeah
1: okay uh-huh. mm-hmm. i'll again repeat it okay um, for this question again let me take you back to your school days <laughs> mm-hmm. um there was a time when you were competing for the post of head boy yeah right. <laughs> how yeah. many students were there who were in this race of being a head boy
0: i think more than 100 because our school was such a huge one and there yes. were a lot of talented people who were willing to be an office bearer so as far as i remember yeah nearly 100 people were there okay mm-hmm.
1: and uh, after screening subsequent screenings screenings mm-hmm. uh, step one step two step three At Mm -hmm. the final stage, Mm -hmm. how many students were left out of those hundred?
0: Yeah, I I still remember just five of us, not more than that. All
1: right, all right. So, hundred applied, Mm -hmm. and there were just five who were finalized for this post of prefect. Uh, and
0: And there was a competition amongst them as well. After after Ah, those five, yeah, a lot
1: of, a lot of. Do you think? that it was only the basis of your academic talent, uh, your participation in class.
0: No. Uh, Something else
1: also mattered the most. Yeah. What was that?
0: That was, I feel our leadership qualities how engaging we are, are and most importantly our communication skills because i remember one of the lines uh, the, the, the the then principal said to us was that i want a head boy who is able to reflect the ideology of the whole institution who is able to communicate who is able to express himself and herself so to be a role model for others to see
1: Uh, these were very important and let me tell you what was the most important. Mm -hmm. It was your relationship with your teacher.
2: Oh, (laughs) And how that
1: relationship builds up. Let me tell you.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. It is by the personal interaction. That is how much you value someone, how much you give importance to someone, how much you are there for someone. How do you judge all these things? It is when you have good communication skills, you are able to express your desire, your uh, importance, your value to someone. And how do you do that? When you give importance to these soft skills, when you give importance to this communication skills, then you give importance to this personality quotient that converts into your personal relationship. Now, let me take you to a workplace Mm-hmm. imagine yourself working in a company,
2: mm-hmm.
1: the way you have your annual exams that decide who stands first, who stands seconds in class, right? Mm-hmm. Similarly, in a workplace, you have annual appraisal, yeah. where you are judged and ranked and given uh, marks uh, on the basis of uh, your work done, mm-hmm. uh, the client report that is shared uh, for the particular uh, employee.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the major role that plays is your relationship with your boss, your mm-hmm. relationship with your colleagues, the initiatives that you've taken, your communication skills. These are the things that plays a major role in promotion as well as salary advancement. So I tell my students, it's kind mm-hmm. of a motivation uh, um, that if you want to succeed in life, if you mm-hmm. want to race ahead of your colleagues, to mm-hmm. you get that uh, promotion. Mm-hmm. You need to have good communication skills. Believe me, Shreyash, mm-hmm. if you don't have good communication skills, if you're a silent worker,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you will be uh, recognized, you will be acknowledged, but somewhere you'll feel that something is missing. And yeah. that is the personal touch that yes. you are not giving, you yourself are not giving to that uh, Yes. Uh, company that relationship yes. so that is why all always
0: lag behind I, I couldn't agree more and that's the reason most of the silent workers they are left unnoticed uh, i don't know how, how to judge this whether this is a good thing or a bad thing but actually that's the reason as we have seen that most of the uh, people who are employee of the year or who who who, who get these titles they have such yes. great and intense and profound interpersonal relationships and uh, yeah, not only with their uh, uh, super- supervisors but also with their co-workers. So yes. yes, so there comes the importance of communication skills. So it's it's not something which you can uh, which you can uh, opaquely see or judge. There's no parameter for it. But as you said, it builds up with time and with interaction and with engagement. So yeah, I think so. My relationships were really good with my teachers. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: that, well, that's why. <laughs> and also Mm -hmm. we talk about so much about teamwork collaboration critical thinking problem Mm -hmm. solving decision making if you see these words the basis the soul is communication if you're Mm. not able to communicate and express Mm. how will you collaborate how will you uh, mobilize your team towards a common goal how will you become a great leader how will you critically solve a problem
0: this is so true yes
1: Everything stems out of your communication skills. So you have to be expressive. You have to start. If you Mm -hmm. have not started working upon your communication skills, today Mm -hmm. is the time to start it. Take baby steps. I'm not saying that you start participating, Mm -hmm. go up on stage and participate Mm -hmm. in debate. You should take baby steps, like Mm -hmm. someone visiting your house, greet them, Mm -hmm. right? Express yourself, be more uh, comfortable, uh, with people around you, your comfortability mm. is very, very important. If you're mm. not comfortable, mm-hmm. not be a good communicator.
0: Yeah, that's so have- nice. Yeah. So, ma'am, like as we move more towards the uh, conclusion uh part of this this whole podcast thing, so uh I have certain very important questions to ask. Like, so what steps you you already reflected a bit upon that, but I I want to uh, make that a separate question. What steps can individuals take to groom their personality, to groom their uh, communication skills, as you said, so that they can easily ace the opportunities they come across. Because uh, we we have so many platforms to read, we have so many books on it, but there is no as we say, there is no core uh, set rules for it, that these are the things which you can do to enhance your personality because there are so many different definitions and interpretations of it. So, can you reflect a bit upon it?
1: Okay, I am always in awe of your communication skills, and you know that, <laughs> right?
0: Thank you so much, ma'am. Can't be more thankful.
1: Yes, so what do you do first thing in the morning? Do you read newspapers?
0: Yes. Since last, uh, I think, uh, four or five years, maybe I haven't missed a single day when I haven't read uh, articles from the English newspaper. And and I feel my day is incomplete without it. I like it so much.
1: Exactly. And you also read a lot of stuff online. So you are an avid reader, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. I would call myself.
1: <laughs> yes. So when I talk about communication skills, mm-hmm. so maybe I possess... Uh, great confidence. I have mm-hmm. great presentation skills. I mm. have a perfect set of vocabulary and my uh, uh, my uh, language is also very good. My, my,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I speak so well. Mm. But if I don't know what to speak, mm. it all falls flat on the ground.
0: Absolutely. Right. It's so important. If you
1: don't have content, you can't keep others engaged. You can't keep the conversation flowing. So in order to keep others engaged, in order to keep the communication flowing, you have to have a content, you have to be reading newspapers, online, offline, so that you know what can become a part, what can become a topic of the conversation, because you meet a lot of people coming from different backgrounds, you can't just be talking and discussing about uh, one thing with everyone. Absolutely, so you have to pick it from that bouquet of topics. Okay, this is the kind of a personality this person possesses, mm-hmm. so I'll discuss this thing with it, right? Mm. So, for that, you need to have that content, you need to have topics for that. You have to read. You were talking about interview, major failure in interview happens because after answering a question, there is a silence. Why there mm. is a silence? Because you are not a good reader, the question mm. that uh, interviewer is asking has so many examples from daily life which you can pick if you are reading, yeah. and that is what the interviewer is see is uh, what wishes to see. Mm. Is this a person who is just limited, who has just limited himself to his books, mm-hmm. academics, curriculum, or max to max to extracurricular? Or mm-hmm. he has widened his horizon or arena. To other things. As we all say, online, everything is online. So everything Mm. is just at the touch of a button. Yes. What you are exploring. Matters
0: the most. Absolutely, I I'm so moved by this thought, ma'am. That you you become what you fill your mind, because uh, information is the food for mind, and that's the reason. Maybe I I don't know this detailed uh, philosophy about it, but I have always followed one golden rule in my life that our brain is like a supercomputer. So the basic nature of any computer is it only gives you output when there's an input. So, yeah, so we need to give input to ourselves, we need to have more content, we need to have more information, and probably that's the reason I have seen a lot of people, you know, they speak in a very glamorous way, they have sophisticated language, command on grammar and vocabulary, but if you're just interacting with them, they they fall apart, They, they are blank. They Don't know mm-hmm. how to initiate a conversation, and as you said, how to carry forward the conversation because uh, hijacking would be a wrong word to use, but yeah, how to be in the limelight, how to be in the spotlight of communication, which is noticed so much, is something mm-hmm. which is decided by how much content we have. So, yeah, but unfortunately, I feel when I look at the uh, the the, the my colleagues and yeah, the present youth, they aren't that avid readers because maybe because of yeah as you said there's information revolution everything is on google everything is on uh everything just a button away from us right but still a lot of people are not investing uh, actively into this so maybe we can learn to invest and gather more content so that we uh, are never short of ideas we are never out of points whenever some meeting is going on or whenever we are interacting so that's how we, feel we build our fan base, <laughs> if that's the right word to use.
2: Absolutely,
0: so, And that's yes, why I'm, you
1: have such a huge fan base.
0: Oh my God, no, I'm, I'm flattered <laughs> completely now.
1: <laughs> you should because you've worked really hard for it. And I have seen you working hard.
0: Thank you so, so much. ma'am. So ma'am, I feel I, I felt this that as the time progressed, uh, the competition has kind of intensified a lot. And as we say in the end, we all are humans. It has become harder to maintain one's mm-hmm. mental peace, which is so important nowadays. Because as, as we just discussed minutes before about emotional quotient and all these things. So you can't be like all the time thinking about your dreams and ambition, you also need something else in life, right? You also need mental peace. So amidst all this, do you have any tips for work-life balance, uh, study life balance, and being more happy as individuals? Because that's so important, I feel.
1: One thing that stresses us most is why the other person is moving ahead, getting ahead
2: in life. (laughs) right mm.
1: this is the root cause of all the stress unhappiness, sadness that is prevailing you know what is most important is
2: mm-hmm.
1: you must learn to coexist with others you are not the only person who will run this world so you have to accept that you have a particular set of talent you have potential the other person which is standing next to you has immense potential maybe mm. in the same arena or in mm. some other arena right so you have to learn to coexist because just one man cannot you are not a hercules that you Absolutely. will you will uh, you are responsible for uh, carrying the weight of the world mm. you need people for that right take an example of our indian cricket team Mm-hmm. Had Dhoni been uh, uh, scared of uh, uh, Virat Kohli's potential or Rohit Sharma's, they would never have been able to win so many matches and so many titles. So you have to accept that the other person is also carrying a pool of talent. And you have to accept it and walk along with them rather than just thinking, oh my God what next he'll do, what I have to then <laughs> to move ahead of him. This, this, mm. this becomes hysterical and you just stress yourself up. So you you must learn to coexist and accept that others also have a set of talent. Some are engineers, some are doctors, some are fashion designers, some are bloggers, some are content writers. There's so many things in this world to do.
0: Absolutely. So pick
1: up your skill, pick up your talent, hone it up and accept that we have to work together we have
0: to walk together i i can't agree more this is really this is blasting <laughs> this is so true and this is the root cause actually and i feel that makes you more humble as a person when you realize exactly. that yes. you are not the soul the facto and sole the jury you realize that the other person also has has his own journey, you know, which we at times fail to acknowledge, which we at times become insecure of, unfortunately, and th- that increases the bitterness in relationship, which could have been uh, a very healthy one. So this is so true. And instead of, as you said, instead of being jealous, instead of being uh, being, uh, uh, being being bitter of someone else's success, someone else's growth, they should be happy because it takes effort to be happy for others. I have learned this over a span of time because i I also belong to the same environment right now I'm studying at one of the premier institutes across the world and one thing which I've realized which which I have also learned from my colleagues is that how to be happy in each other's journey how to be how to express your happiness for the other person which makes the competition still there, you know, it's not going anywhere, but that same competition, instead of uh, increasing adrenaline in your in your body, instead of increasing cortisol in your body is actually releasing more of dopamine Mm. is actually releasing more of excitement, and is actually making you more mature as a person. So I will so so much follow this. So, ma'am, as we come to an end of this episode, which I really don't want to, do you want to give our listeners some, you know, takeaways? Because I know you you are running out of time. You have your other appointments scheduled. So, yeah, before we come to an at the end, uh, what what takeaways can our listeners take from this this episode? Uh,
1: the major takeaways that I really want to share with each one of you today is very basic but is very very important some of you always dream of becoming a CEO some of you always dream of becoming a legendary cricketer a legendary businessman that is your long-term goal definitely we all should have a long-term goal but you know how will you reach that long long-term goal is when you will be present in your present self. Mm. Why? Because this is your learning process. This is the experience that will take you to that seat of CEO, to that level where you will be picking up a cup as a cricketer, a (laughs) businessman, an actor, a content writer, whatever your dream is. So yes, keep an eye on your long-term goal. But please break that down into short-term goals and be present in those short-term goals. Always remember and be very actively learning that today is the day what Mm. I am doing will become my experience and that is definitely going to become the reflex action in future.
0: Absolutely.
1: Be aware of the politics because politics is everywhere. You cannot keep... Everyone happy around you? Yeah. Every time. You have to accept that sometimes there would be people who would disagree with you. That is not your task that you have to reach out to each and every people and clarify what you are doing. You're not born to give clarifications to the world if you are right. So don't stress yourself. He or she is feeling bad. How should I do that? She is not feeling right. How should I go about it? So be aware of the politics, but never be a part of the politics. Why? Because values will always see you in good light, and you will earn respect. Everyone knows everything, but what we do, our actions, always should always present us in a very good picture. I personally believe in that, and I have is... already told you that you should learn to coexist. Please don't get intimidated by someone else's success. Absolutely. Learn to celebrate it. Right? Celebrating does not mean if you if you are just okay with it, accepting is mm-hmm. also a part enough. of celebration. Yeah. Right? It's enough. Then uh, do what you enjoy. Do what you enjoy means. What you like doing should definitely be a part of the career or the thing that you would do in your future otherwise people will hold you from your nose and will make you do what you don't want to do <laughs> yeah,
0: yes absolutely so you, you you mean to say that you need to understand uh, the time when you have to become a uh, you know you, you need to break the glass ceiling you have to yes. go against the flow against the trend and become a trendsetter, as a lot of people have already done in our society that's yes. so inspiring yes. Yes. really i the of the trade
1: are most important. You should be technically sound, academically sound and whichever career you want to go into. Keep yourself updated, stay updated, always look forward to uh, the learning opportunities that you might think is important for you to move ahead in your career. Then major thing that I really want to close my statement is always diagnose Always observe what are the trends that I follow and how will you understand what trends you're following? Easy. The notifications, the pings that your mobile sends you are the trends that you are following, (laughs) right? So then observe yourself, ask yourself, are these trends really going to help me in my future? Or am I just passing my time following these trends? Mm. If it is, Only for passing time. Yes, it is important to entertain yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't go overboard. Your notification thing should have a mixture of what your learning needs, what your entertainment needs, and what actually you want yourself to be. So always follow the trends that matches all these three things. This is what I really want you all to know. Because these days, everybody has their mobile their personal mobile, what all you are surfing and browsing is definitely going to see you in future. Absolutely. And yes, and when you would be sitting for an interview, this is one question you will always be asked by an interviewer: How did you spend your pandemic time? Because at that mm. time you were a student. You cannot fake. You cannot sham. And you cannot just tell <laughs> a story. Because they're very, very smart. They're very clever. You should have something to tell them that this is what I did. This is how I spent my pandemic time. Everybody is uh, appearing for the exams. What extra I did Mm. will definitely make you go overboard in your career. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so, so much, ma'am. So many things you have told, to, to which we can actually emulate to set ourselves apart, not to be engaging in a toxic competition, but as leaders of our society, as someone who supports others, as someone who is great at interpersonal relationships. And I feel that's what career trajectory is. We we have a very narrow definition of career trajectory uh, that we we need to have a very Um, a premier designation, a very glamorous salary, luxury lifestyle. No, career trajectory means how many lives did you touch? How much impact have you made? And surely I feel the takeaway from this uh, session is boundless. It's unlimited. And every line which you said is indeed a a golden rule, which every young adult can follow to make more meaning out of their lives. So thank you so, so much, ma'am. I can't be more thankful. This is really so inspiring and I'm sure that's going to be super super important for all the youth who are going to watch this and in in shaping their lives the way they really want to and uh, with this we come to the end of our episode thank you so so much for tuning in you you can tell us what did you feel about this podcast you can find me on instagram and facebook you can find anshu Mam. she runs an amazing page on, uh, on on instagram about careers the the username i've dropped it in the description box thank you so much see you until next time Good luck, goodbye and take care.